Welcome to episode 37 of the New Rules for Your Life and Your Business podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Every day, our world is shifting and changing. New technology, new traditions, new relationships, responsibilities, and challenges. How can you keep up? Through the new rules for your life and your business podcast, where transformation expert Holly Rovinger and her expert guests share how you can not only survive, but thrive in this new world. Holly believes that when you get back to basics and truly engage with your life and your business, you become empowered and can elevate the way you're living. Here now is your host, Holly Rovinger. Thanks so much, Morgan. Welcome to New Rules for Your Life and Your Business, the podcast that is dedicated to helping you cut through the chaos so you can experience personal and professional growth. You will hear stories, insights, and new rules to live by from myself and my guests that are born out of real life experiences. The stories are inspiring and motivating, and I encourage you to take at least one golden nugget from each episode and apply it to your life or your business. The topic for today is all about your why, and my special guest is Mama Red Knight. Some of the highlights in this episode are what your why will do for you, what you will need to do first, and what your why will save you. That and more today on the New Rules Podcast. Today's show is sponsored by The Empress Cloth on Amazon, TheEmpressCloth.com. Check it out. Save time, save money, save the environment. A much healthier way to clean for you, your family, your loved ones, and your pets. Mama Red Knight collaborates with socially conscious small businesses to create big picture strategies and define next steps that build their bank account and reach more people and make sure they have fun doing it. She uses her 30 years as a business and content strategist to companies ranging from one-person consultancies to multi-billion dollar international companies to improve ROI with systems, automation, processes, and technology. A published author of 21 Ways to Use 120 Characters to Boost Profits, Mama Red looks forward to making businesses easier to run and more profitable. Wow. Well, welcome to New Rules, Mama Red. Hey, I am thrilled to be here. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, we're excited, excited to have you. And um, I was on Facebook, I think it was, I guess, a few days ago. And I had noticed actually, well, before then, um, some of the things that Mama Red was posting. And, you know, just always found them very interesting and things that I wanted to kind of put her on my radar for bringing her on the podcast. And all of a sudden she started talking about somebody's why. And I said, I contacted her immediately. I said, I want to know more and I would love for you to (laughs) come on the podcast and talk about it. So Mama Red, let's just jump in. What is the new rule you want to speak about today? Today's new rule. The basic one is why your why is the foundation for your success, the foundation for your joy, 
and the foundation for your most intense contribution to the world at a time when we, frankly, effing need you. Okay, so what do we elaborate on that? Yes, I should tell you that Mama Red will not hold back on this, and I encourage her to be herself and just to let it go. Thank you. I appreciate that because it's it's really much easier to, to focus because what I really care about isn't that you know the exact wording for your why or that you know, you know, all this kind of stuff. What I care so much about is that people find the joy and the unique thing that they're here to do. The, the thing that only you can do because of your unique recipe in life. And with over 30 years of doing this technology stuff, this business stuff, this business owner stuff, all that kind of thing, what I see happening is people asking the wrong questions. They ask questions like, should I use this or that tool? Should I do teleseminars or webinars? Should I do podcasts or you know, uh, webinars, should I do a Kindle book or should I do this? And I just want to say, stop it, stop it, stop it. (laughs) None of that matters until you answer the questions, the right questions. And that first one is the why, because I'm here to promise everybody listening one thing. If you don't know your why, you will have hell's own time getting out of bed in the morning. If you don't have something that pulls you up and makes you get through the tough times, and that's your why, that's your purpose, if you will, um, that's your knowing that you're here for something bigger than, oh, my God, do I need to go to the grocery today? Oh, yeah. Oh, crap. The kids need clothes. Oh, crap. It is that why, that reason for being that will be part of what you can leave as your legacy in the world. And I truly believe it is where your most intense contribution to the world is. Well, I agree with that. And I, you know, I was so attracted to this topic because my why drives me um, sometimes from 530 in the morning, you know, to 10 o'clock at night to do what I want to do so that I can start leaving my legacy and bring my message to the world. So I love that you're talking about this and I love that you're asking the right questions because until people really dig deep and even if they have to go three, four, five, six, seven levels as to really what is their why, it is, it's the bottom line. If they don't get their head wrapped around it, forget about everything else. They're not going to do it because everything that one needs to do to leave a legacy, for the most part, there's a lot of steps, right? You have so much you have to do. And in order to learn it, you've got to have that foundation of, well, why am I doing this to begin with? And it's got to be so strong that nothing will stand in your way. Nothing. Amen. Sing it, sing it, sing it, sing it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you talk about how your why drives everything. And um, I love that, that no matter, you know, what you're doing, you know, whether it's, you know, signing up for a program or, Anything, any kind of thing that you want to do, your your why, once you know it, will really direct you. I truly believe that. And this is coming, I, I think the one advantage of being old, you know, is that I can look back and I can see where I made what I've considered my missteps. I know 
on my good days that they weren't really missteps. They were opportunities for me to learn. But those are on my good days, on my you know days where I'm like, you know, slopping around in my soup. Um, you know, they're my oh, my victim days. But the thing I have learned is that when I looked back while I was going the process, which is been kind of a, you know, on again, off again, 20 year process for me. When I looked back through, there were what I call the breadcrumbs. When I looked at when I was most joyful, when I looked at when I was having the most fun, when I looked at when I felt like I was making a difference in the world, because honestly, I truly believe we all want to, whether we know how to, that's another ballgame, but I think we all want to. And I look now and, and I've, I've been accused of asking stupid questions when they, you know, you should be asking, well, should we buy this software or should we, you know, do, do a Kindle or a print book, all of which I have the answers to once I know your why. Um, that why helps you make those choices. And I, and I say it and I mean it, that if you get clear on it, you can save yourself hundreds of dollars, if not tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars. Because if you know your why – and you're looking at, let's say, um, a coaching program. You know, it's going to cost you. And you think, why do I want to do this? Why do I want to coach with this person? Now, there's a whole other series of questions. I have a whole questionnaire when people come on to, to be in my world. I have a whole questionnaire of questions I ask, and that list of questions is growing. And the question begets another question. When you know your why, you can say, Hmm. Will that course, will that book, will that tool, will that program, will going to lunch with that person while being on this call with Holly take me one closer to living my one step closer to living my why? If it doesn't, you have an automatic way to say, gosh, Holly, so appreciate the invite. But you know what? It's not a good match for me where I am right now. And even if you don't say to somebody, oh, that's not part of my why. You know it, and you can call it your big purpose. You can call it your big why. And one thing I really want people to understand, because I'm such a big picture person that when I couldn't get this, like, world-shattering, earth-shattering why I thought I was a failure, your why may be to be a great mother, a great dad, a great golfer, because it is through that activity that you're going to live this thing that's uniquely yours. But every one of us has the ingredients that are our lives, and they are the ingredients we consider crappy, shitty ingredients. You know, they are the ones that we consider great when we fell in love, had our kid, whatever it was. But I will tell you that there is no recipe on the planet that tastes good if it doesn't have all the ingredients in it that are meant to have. And you're meant to have all those ingredients. And they are what will help you be in contribution in whatever way that looks for you. And when I talk with people, a lot of times they think it has to be really big and, and, and bodacious. And mine has become to get voices heard, messages shared, and the world transformed. And every time I say it, I get chills. And it took me over 20 years of looking to get to that statement. And it took me 57 years of living to realize that's when I'm happiest. Okay, I love that you just shared that because whys don't always come to us immediately. You know, sometimes we do have to go down a rabbit hole until it really gets fine-tuned, you know, 
what's our why? Like, why did God put us on this earth? You know, uh-huh. and you're, you know, I think it's important too. I'm hoping you agree with this, that sometimes your why can get modified just a little bit. Amen. Yeah. So that you can really bring it to the right people, you know, bring your purpose to the world, to the right, the right marketplace to find who your tribe is, your people who you were meant to help. And, um, I appreciate your honesty and how long, you know, it took you to really find, you know what, this is why I'm here. This is what I want to do. And the fact that you got chills, you know, when you talk about it, you know, you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing that's, that's true for me and I, those people I connect with have said the same thing is sometimes it can be the most overwhelming feeling in the world. And it doesn't have to be this thing where I go out and save people. And I stayed away from what I'm here to do for a long time because I didn't think it was okay to do it in a small way. But one of my top values is loving kindness. And what I've learned by making it a practice is, you know what, that that big why can be lived by smiling at the person at the grocery store. That big why can be lived by putting your cart back in the in the grocery store parking lot. It can be lived by complimenting somebody that you see that, you know, maybe you like their hair color or their uh, fingernails. You know, it doesn't have to be such a big bodacious thing that you you go under. Um, and, and since I'm the personality I am, I am this kind of all or nothing personality. I did that and I don't regret it in the sense that I learned from it. And the big thing that I want to do is to help other people say, look, if you had no technology, if you didn't have a damn smartphone, if you didn't have a computer, your why would still be the same. I promise you that. I promise you that. Those are only tools. They're like saying I'm going to make a turkey and you need an oven, you know, or a grill or a whatever. They're a tool to get it done. Who you are and what your why is, is underneath and a foundation for every part of that. And it can be lived in probably thousands of different ways. And it can change from day to day. And yet with all the work that I've done over the years in both the corporate world and the private world, when I get down to looking at and with people, there have been these breadcrumbs. Um, I get, shall we say, a lot of slack about how much I talk, and I've heard it since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. And yet, honestly, that is the way I can reach the most people is by talking and listening. But it is my unique thing that I can get on an interview and talk. Somebody can give me a topic, and I'm on it, and I can go. No problem. I never thought of that as part of living my way. I never thought of that as being a unique gift or a skill that I have. Um, I would rather get on the phone or get at the front of the room than most anything else. And I've always thought I was bad for it because I've lived my life being told you talk too much, shut the hell up. And yet now that I understand why I'm here, walking through the pain of that and the skill of that is when I'm here to help other voices be heard, all these different ways I've tested, all these different ways I've tried, I can say, okay, you don't want to talk on a, on a show with Holly? No problem. You like to write? 
you like to work with kids, you know, whatever it is, we'll find a way because there I've tested so many of them. If you can't do it one way, we'll find you another one. And we'll put it in doable steps so that you can live it so it doesn't scare the bejeebers out of you. So let me ask you, Mama Red, if somebody wants to find out their why, okay, how, how do you suggest they accomplish it? What's interesting is it can be so very simple that people think it's you know not good. And one of the simplest ways is to find wherever you're comfortable, where you can be quiet, and simply ask. Simply ask yourself and then listen for the answer. And it may come in little dribs and drabs, and that's okay. Keep some notes, however that may be. Um, I've learned a variety of different ways. One is to meditate and ask that question, and I'm amazed at what I find out. I've done prayer. One of the things that I say to people is look at what brings you the most joy that you could do 24-7, whether you get paid or not, and whether somebody else says you shouldn't be doing this. For you, that brings you the most joy. I had a woman that I did something called the passion test with, and it was this woman in her 80s, and I would define her as kindness in a package. And when I asked her about passion stuff, she goes, oh, I don't have anything to give the world. I said, what? She goes, and I don't have any examples of kindness. And I said, honey girl, you walk in the room and your aura says kindness. She goes, yeah, but all I do is knit baby booties for the preemies at the hospital. And I started crying. That's a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing she's doing. Exactly, because her why was to make sure the babies of the world were loved. Can you imagine? She didn't understand that this was, you know, what brought her joy. And it didn't have to be big and bodacious, quote, you know, by the world's definition. So look for those things that you truly love to do. That just come and people look and go, how can you do that? I could never do that. The, the breadcrumbs of your why are in that joy. Yeah, everybody's is so different, you know, and that just gets her up. That's something she enjoys, so it fits her. Exactly, you know? and yet she was, because right now there's this thing in the world of, you know, you got to be doing big, bodacious, worldwide stuff. Or, you know, if you ain't affecting a gazillion lives, it can't be good enough. But what I say is that kindness ripples. Just like the water, when you drop in a stone, the ripples go out and you don't know where they go. When you live your why, you don't have to work it, you live it. It's what you bring to the room when you walk in. And if you affect one person in that room at that grocery store, on that call, um, standing in line to get into the tunnel for the, you know, the uh, subway, I promise you that you affected that one person, that affected person will affect another. And by doing that, you will change millions of lives. You just may not do it directly, but those ripples will go around the world. And when you take on that why and you live it, to me, there's nothing higher. And it's so much satisfaction when also somebody may not even realize it, but they are just being so satisfied when they're doing something that fills them up. 
that's why I say look for what brings you joy. Um, can I share a little story? Sure. Um, many years ago, I had a different business than I have now, and I had written a white paper that ended up connecting me to a woman who is in Germany, who now calls me mom, sometimes, sometimes calls me my given name. And it was so funny because I wrote that paper out of frustration. And it was I was trying to explain this concept to people, and my partner had said, you know, you ought to put this in writing. So I made a white paper, and pretty soon I get an email from this woman. And she's in Germany. She wanted to intern with me, and I didn't have that available, and we ended up chatting. And she was going through a really rough time, and I learned by working with her via email that I could coach via email. Well, then she was came to the U.S. and stayed with me. And we went to a grocery store and I have a habit of engaging the clerks, people or whatever. And so we got into the checkout and there was this young man there and she and I both happened to be redheads. And I was joking. I said, now you don't want to miss with the two of us. You got two redheads here. So you, you know, you bring those groceries up, right? And we were just teasing and everything. And we walked outside and she looked at me and she says, did you know that man? I said, no. She says, seriously? I said, no, never seen him before in my life. She goes, oh, my God, I could never do that. And I said, well, you know what? You don't necessarily have to do it that way. That's my way. And it was about, I don't remember now, maybe been a year or two later, I get a text from her. Ah, tears are coming. Oh, it's okay. Because, mm, because while we were talking, I explained to her, you know, honey, you don't know what that person is facing. And you don't know if you are the one person who even saw them today. And maybe because they saw you, they won't go home and kick the dog or yell at their kids or feel lonely. And that's there. And she texted me and said, Mama, I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. She was in a train station in Germany. And she said hello to the woman who was serving her coffee. And she said, you should have seen her face. She recognized mm -hmm. that woman. She definitely acknowledged her. Yeah. And sorry, I, this is why I know what my why is. Um, she said her face lit up like she hadn't been seen before. And I said, and how did you feel? And she said, oh, my God. I can't even say. So please understand your why is embedded in who you are. Your inner self, your soul, your whatever you want to call it knows what it is. And that's why I say that the first step is to ask. You know what? I don't know that that woman will change the world, whether it was, you know, the woman that I call my daughter or anything else. But can can you realize that when you make a difference, one smile at a time, this world can be worth leaving to those that are coming behind us? Yeah, that's beautiful. That's really, really beautiful. And it actually, I think, leads into um, your favorite quote. So <laughs> why don't you share that with us? Favorite quote. Do I only get one? You can have as many as you'd like. Oh, goody, goody, goody. goody. 
I have a couple that I use, and it's WWLKD. What would loving kindness do? And that's mine. Everyone has a story. What one are you telling today? That one, I have to tell you, I love that. I mean, of course, I love the loving kindness because, you know, the more you do for other people, the more, you know, it just ripples out into the world. But I love stories. Like, I'm kind of like you as a personality where I'll talk to a wall if it'll talk back to me. And I love, I love learning everyone's story. Like people will say, you know, they'll, they'll, let's just say they're out for dinner and the, the waiter or waitress says something and most people will just accept it face value and then move on. But I will just keep probing and say, I want to know their story. I want to know, well, why, what's going on? You know, how did you get to where you were today? Or, you know, the couple sitting next to us, God, I wonder what they're talking about. And are they married? Are they dating? You know, what's their story? So I love that you put that. And the thing about it is when you put it that way, the one you can tell is I'm a victim. I'm hard. You know, I had a horrible day. Um, You know, I'm divorced. I'm this. And believe me, I've told those stories too. (laughs) When you stop and ask yourself that, you do exactly what you're doing. But when you stop and ask yourself that, you also can say, do I choose today to be a grump, a grouch, you know, hateful? Or do I choose to tell the story that there was a blessing in this? And you know what? I'll tell you, with the life I've lived, um, you know, there's many a day that, believe me, I need some wine to go with my cheese because I am having a pity party for one. Wine to go with your cheese. <laughs> no, would you would you like some cheese to go with your wine? W H I N E. Uh huh. Exactly. And so, you know, I totally understand that this is something that is a challenge to do twenty four seven, and that was the standard I set for myself. And it doesn't work. So do me a favor and cut yourself some slack. Maybe today is your day to be a grump and be, you know, nasty and, you know, get positive energy from somebody else in the world. And my final one, and this one raises me up when I am so scared and I'm so tired and I so feel like I can't go on. And this is one from Maya Angelou, one of my favorites. You may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness. But still, like air, I rise. Yeah, she's a, she was amazing. I, oh. I mean, almost every one of her quotes, I you know could take one a day and live with it. I just think she was right on with so many of the things she said. And this is beautiful. Really, I really nice. It. I created a little ebook out of her quotes that I was using as part of a course because I just love, you know, what she said so much. So I'm totally with you. Yeah, she was a very cool lady and uh, the world lost somebody special, but she left her legacy. You know, she really, she followed her why and she left her legacy, which is very, very cool. Absolutely. Very cool. Well, do you have any last words you would like to share with us today? I think the thing I would ask of everybody listening is to be kind to you, to remember that you are here to learn and to understand that every action, every activity, 
is a way for you to grow and learn and potentially, you know, grow more into your why as you do and realize that it's a process and that it is you can be in the most amazing contribution by being who you are in your own household. It doesn't have to be so big that you feel overwhelmed. And the reason I am so hot on that and so hot on the fact that it saves money, it saves time is because I spent tens of thousands of dollars on programs and software and coaching and, you know, all this other kind of stuff. I never got clear on what I wanted to do with it. And lastly, don't ever friggin' compare yourself to somebody else because you are a unique recipe. And just like, you know, somebody's favorite chili, you could go next door and they'd hate your chili. Well, you're unique. And if you aren't with people who believe that, then find other people. Yeah, kudos to that for sure. Awesome. Be yourself. And I, I love what you what you just said and how you uh, you ended your statement. Beautiful. Really, really thank nice. You. Well, thank you so much, so much for spending time with us today. It has been my pleasure, my dream to get to do this kind of stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for providing the opportunity. I am truly blessed. Uh, you're very welcome. And if you would like to connect with Mama Red, she's active on Facebook and Twitter. And you can find the information on the notes we have created, especially for this episode on hollyrovinger.com. And an easy way for you to start the conversation with her, not that you'll have a problem with her, but is mention you heard her speak on new rules for your life and your business. And if you like this episode, please consider leaving a five-star review over in iTunes or on Stitcher, and I'll mention it in a future episode as a way to give you a big thank you. By leaving a review and downloading an episode, it does really make the podcast more visible and easier for others like you to find. So thank you all for listening today. Have a great week. And remember, always have a positive mindset so you can live healthier and wealthier and happier with passion. This is Holly signing off for today. But before we go, I have a question. Mama Red has found her why. and She's now living her purpose. And what I want to ask is, are you... Thanks for listening to the new rules for your life and your business podcast. If you're listening and you want to grab contact details for today's guest, information on resources mentioned, or any other show notes, head over to hollyrovinger.com for complete details. That's www.hollyrovinger.com. We would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. So leave us a comment on the website or an honest review on iTunes. And to get regular tips to help you in today's rapidly changing world, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the new rules for your life and your business. 